Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Guys, I'm so excited. I am Kate Volman. I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I, we work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work 
Uh, we are also the home of the Dream Manager program, so we certify dream managers. And I I love Mondays. I am a huge fan of Monday mornings. It's I just got back from the gym. I am fired up. I love listening to Rise and Grind uh, to get me through my workouts. And I'm excited for a new week because a new week is is new opportunities because we are all just one idea or connection away from changing the trajectory of our life, which is so awesome to think about. You know, even in this room today, just in this room right now, you might meet someone that you could do business with, collaborate on a project, or maybe, maybe even find love. You know, you never know. It's happened here on Clubhouse before. And uh, I've been, so I've been traveling over the past three weeks and I am so happy to be back home. You know, when you're just kind of on the road and, and it's so exciting, but but there's nothing, there's nothing like getting back home and sleeping in your own bed. And, and over the past three weeks, I got to go to Lake Placid in upstate New York to do a full day training for a leadership team. Um, and then my family and I actually headed to Cocoa Beach to celebrate my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, 50 years of marriage, which is incredible. Uh, then I was up in Cincinnati meeting with my partner to discuss our 2022 strategic plan. Um, and then this week, to, today and tomorrow, I actually flew my team in so we could we could meet to to talk about finishing the year strong and preparing for an incredible 2022. And so, so many in amazing things are happening. And and I had, when I was thinking about my segment today, I had so many different ideas of what I wanted to share in my segment this week. You know, we only have 30 minutes together, and I always want to leave you with some kind of value to help you this week, this month, this year. And I thought about discussing the some of the strategies to have difficult conversations with team members or how to create a coaching culture because of some of the breakthroughs that were had during the training that I just did with the leadership team. There's just nothing like getting in a room with a team with the entire purpose of just finally discussing the issues that they talk about amongst themselves, but never really talk about as a team so they can work through them and move on. And then I thought about sharing some of the strategies to have great relationships because of the really amazing conversations that I got to have with my parents chatting about how they've made their marriage last for 50 years. I've learned so much watching them. I mean, 50 years of marriage. I mean, let's be clear. I would share their strategies because I have never been married. So let alone for 50 years. But watching them over the years has been really inspiring. The way they're so committed to each other, supporting each other, and have such respect for one another. So I just, I just love love. Don't you just love love? Uh, but instead of those topics, which I believe are incredibly important, and maybe I'll explore during other segments, but I wanted to, to discuss employee engagement, and specifically how to increase engagement among your team members. And, and even if you don't lead a team right now, you're going to get some value out of this because we're going to be talking a lot about engagement, engagement in your, in your personal life, your professional life, because today, 70% of the workforce is disengaged. They're disengaged, meaning most people, they're just showing up. They're showing up. They're doing the bare minimum. And, and people, we can't say that people are disengaged or engaged. We, when we talk about engagement, we really have to talk about engagement on a spectrum, on a spectrum, right? So on one end of the spectrum, there are people who are 100% engaged. These are people, they show up for meetings. They, they ask their team members if they can help. They believe in the mission, the vision of the organization. They are excited. These, we love working with these people. They're 100% engaged. And then, then there's 
people that are you know 80% engaged and and 52% engaged and 30% engaged and 21% engaged and 10% engaged and then all the way on the other end of the spectrum are those Q&S people those Q&S people they quit but they stay they quit but guys they don't they don't tell anybody about it it's that person that you say hey hey john how long have you worked here 15 years oh really when did you quit 12 years ago it's those people. We've all worked with those kinds of people. And it's it's really no surprise that people aren't engaged in their work because people, so many people today are leading very dysfunctional lives and they're not engaged in their own lives, in their own lives personally. And so for so many years, we we try to fit ourselves in these boxes of there's this professional self, this business self, and then this personal self. But we don't, there's no distinction. We're, we're one person, we're one whole. We don't have this professional self and a personal self. They're all one and the same. You know, if somebody is late all the time and, and makes poor financial decisions and isn't happy in their own life, it's ridiculous for us as a leader to believe that they're gonna show up at work any differently. When somebody's dealing with a challenge at work, they bring it home with them. And if it, they're dealing with a challenge at home, they're bringing it at work with them. You know, I, and, and there are people, people want to do good work. People do want to show up and do good work. I speak to, to so many different leaders who tell me, especially in today's climate, you know, people don't want to work. They just don't want to do good work. Not, not only they don't want to do good work, they just don't want to work. And I completely understand that it's a very different environment today because of obviously so much going on in the world the past couple of years. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. So I understand that. I know that. I, I deal with that in with the clients that I'm working with and how challenging it is, the workforce today, and finding really great talent. But when people say that, that people don't want to work, I believe there are still people who want to work. There are still people who want to do really great work and work for an organization that cares about them. You know, during my, my travels over the past week, I found myself in the Atlanta airport, as many of us do. And um, I, I went into the restroom and there was this woman on the janitorial staff. And, uh, and as I walked in, she was saying good morning to every single woman that walked in. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? Good morning, every single, every single woman. And so as I, as I was leaving, I, I said to her, I said, hey, are, are you always this cheery? And she said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I said, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I said, so you you like working here? And she didn't even skip a beat. I, I love working here. I've been here for 16 years. I said, oh my gosh, 16 years. That is amazing. I said, thank you so much. That's amazing. And she, and she said, yeah, uh, she said, you, you just made my day. I said, oh my God, I just made your day. You're making all these people's days. And this other woman that was walking out with me, she said that she's right. You are making people's days. And so I walked out and then as I'm leaving, I kind of thought, wait a second, hold on, I, I gotta go back. So I went back, oh, I said, 
what's your what's your name? And she says, Marjorie. I said, Marjorie, so great to meet you. You keep, you just keep making people's days. And so I walked out and then I decided, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk back in there. I said, Marjorie, hold on, I have to ask you a question. I bet most people, I bet you this doesn't happen to you every day. I said, Will you take a selfie with me? And she said, What? You want to take a selfie with me? I said, I sure do. And so we took this selfie and she just was the sweetest woman. She is making people's days. Marjorie is a hundred percent engaged. That woman is a hundred percent engaged in her role. And I bet, I bet it's not a requirement in her role to say good morning to every single person that she sees. I bet it's not. And, and she does it. She does it anyway. And she does it cheerfully. And we've all experienced a Marjorie in the grocery store, on the phone, dealing with customer service issues. At a local coffee shop, we, we see these people that are engaged in their work because I bet when Marjorie goes home, she is joyful with her family because that's how she shows up at work for 16 years. And as a janitorial member in the Atlanta airport, and, I, and one of the things she said to me, she said, I've been here for 16 years. They're so good to me. They're so good to me. That's what she said about her employer. And I don't, I don't know about your experience at, at that airport, but, but this isn't the first time I've encountered someone who's really engaged. And, and they say very similar things. They really enjoy being there. So what does that mean when an employee says, they're so good to me? Each of you would probably answer that a little bit differently, but there would be a lot of similarities. Organizations like that, organizations that have a great culture, they care about their people, not just what they can do in their role. They don't just care that they can execute on their role. They care about them as an individual, as a person, as a human being. When people talk about culture, when we see it in the media, it's all about the perks, it's bringing your dog to work, it's unlimited vacation days, it's all of those, those sleep pods or being able to just work from home, all of these things, but that's not culture. Great cultures create empowerment, not entitlement. Great cultures treat people like people. Great cultures have engaged team members who are excited about doing their best work. And so today I wanted to share seven ways to increase employee engagement. Now, no matter if you have a team of one or you have a team of a hundred or a thousand, you'll walk away with something because it's, it's your role as a leader to grow your people and to make sure your people are engaged. If your people are engaged, you're all going to do more together. So number one of the seven ways to increase employee engagement, number one, ask people, start asking people this one question. What's your dream? What's your dream? If you haven't read the book, The Dream Manager by Matthew Kelly, I highly recommend you do. It's an incredible book that I've seen transform millions of lives. It'll transform the way that you lead your teams. And actually, I, I am so fortunate because I get to, to run uh, Matthew Kelly's organization. And uh, my team and I just certified 18 new dream managers last week. And I am so excited to see the impact that they're going to make in the organizations simply by incorporating this idea that if you help, if you understand what your the dreams of your people and you help them fulfill those dreams, they're going to show up differently. They're going to be engaged. They're going to be excited to come to work. 
and fulfill the dreams of the organization too, because they know that you care about them as an individual, not just as an employee, as a human being. Number two, show appreciation. I can't believe all the stats that I see on this and how many leaders do not show appreciation to their team members. According to OC Tanner Research, 79% of employees who quit their jobs claim that a lack of appreciation was a major reason for leaving. And this is the, one of the easiest things for us to do as a leader is to just show appreciation. Hey, you did a great job. Hey, thank you so much for stepping in and helping your team member. It's sending them an email. It's sending them, you know, just maybe out of the blue, a little $20 book or gift or journal or something that shows, hey, I appreciate you for being here. I appreciate your work. And I see, I see these stats all the time. You know, people normally, they're not leaving their jobs because they don't love their jobs. They're leaving their jobs because they don't like their leader or they feel this lack of appreciation. People wanna feel like the work that they're doing matters. And we can show them that in the simplest ways. Number three, coach. People need a coach way more than they need a manager. People want to grow. They want to do good work. They want a coach to coach them how to do that, to coach them how to be better. I see Scott Simon. I always enjoy hearing him talk about his team because there's a couple of times when he's talking about his teams and, and the way that he talks with his teams. And, and he, he wants them to grow personally because he knows that when he grows them personally, they're going to grow professionally and help him and work together. It's inspiring. You hear it. You hear it a lot on this stage. There's a lot of leaders on this stage that coach their people and they have the stories to back it up. They have the team members to back it up. And that person, those people that get to deal with, with leaders that coach them, they will be forever grateful because think about the coaches in your life. Think about the, the leaders in your life that have coached you to become a better person, personally, professionally, everything. You know, years ago, I actually took a role as the marketing director for the City of West Palm Beach Community Redevelopment Agency. And so, so much of the reason I took that role because I loved what I was doing. I was working at the Chamber of Commerce at the time. I loved my job. I could have probably stayed there forever. But this woman who ran the CRA, I was like, man, I would learn so much from her. I would learn so much from this powerhouse woman. And I said, I'm gonna take this role. And a big part of it is because I wanted her, I wanted to be coached. I wanted, I wanted to learn how to be a more effective leader. And man, she taught me some things. And I am forever grateful. There's so th there's a lot of research around coaching. Manchester Inc. surveyed one a hundred executives most of which were from the uh, Fortune 1000 companies. And their research showed that a company's investment in executive coaching realized an average ROI of almost six times the cost of coaching. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs that third party person that's gonna help them grow, help them get better. And if you lead a team, if, if you don't even lead a team, if, if you just have people that look up to you, your kids, your family, your friends, Everyone has an opportunity to coach someone else. Number four, number four of the seven ways to increase employee engagement, let people know what you expect. People deserve to know where they stand. No one should ever be surprised about how they're doing in their role. 
Your people know need to know what winning looks like. When your people know what winning looks like, they're going to do what's necessary to win. But when they don't know what it looks like, they're just running around doing what they think is good when really that might not be what their role is intended to be. And so they don't win and you don't win and the company doesn't win. When we set these clear expectations for everyone in, in, the, in, the, in the organization, your people can be so much more engaged because they're not confused. We've been talking today a little bit about goal setting. Well, when you let people know what to expect, they know how to structure their day, their week, their month to achieve those goals. Well, if they don't know what they're supposed to be doing, then they're all over the place. And that causes a lot of conflict. That causes a lot of anxiety. And if we're anxious and, and, we're, and we don't know what we're supposed to be doing, well, that's, we're not going to be engaged in the work that we do. Number five. Provide training, provide training. Again, do you guys see a theme here? People want to grow. That's why we're in this room. Day in and day out, Breakfast of Champions. We're always learning, we're always growing, we're always getting better. People want to grow. They want to be successful in their roles. And, and they want to know that what they're doing matters and helps fulfill the mission of the organization. According to Huffington Post, 24% uh, um, high, 24% uh, higher profit margins can be the result of companies who invest in training. So we train our people. Obviously, they do better work. Obviously, we're gonna make better. We're gonna get bring in more revenue. 74% of employees don't believe that they're reaching their full potential, according to the Learning Wave. 74% of people don't believe that they're reaching their full potential. Again, they want to get better, but sometimes they don't know how. This is where coaching comes into play. This is where training comes into play. Companies right now, today, you have a real opportunity to harness the talent and potential of your team members simply by giving them a little bit of training, putting them in situations where they get to hear messages from thought leaders Hint, hint, what's going on in Lexington, Kentucky in just a couple days or online. What a gift to be able to, to gift your team members some web, some access to the incredible speakers that they can hear from just the comfort of their home for $100 to invest in your people. This is an incredible opportunity because most people aren't in Breakfast with Champions. Most people aren't hearing these kinds of messages. They're not uplifted every single day. So gift your people training. Gift them the opportunity to grow, to get better. Number six, get to know your team. Get to know your team. What is your team's work process? I am obsessed with, uh, with studying the, the creative process. I love learning about comedians and, and how they write jokes and get up on stage. So I'm, I'm a big fan of just learning work process from people. But I also really am I'm always trying to figure out how does my team think? How, what do they need to do their best work? And by getting to know your people, you're going to be able to coach them better. Do you know what your team needs to be successful? Because remember, everyone is different and everyone learns differently. 
If you haven't had your team take a personality assessment, that is the one thing that you can do today. Real quick, simple, easy. There's a ton of free assessments. Have them take the Myers-Briggs, have them take the, the Enneagram, and this is gonna shine a light on how they work, shine a light on, on who they are as an individual and a person. And one of the best things that you can do as a team is to take those results results, and then get together with the team and talk about them. When you, when you, when you do this, it's so eye-opening and everyone really gets to know each other a little bit more and you'll start to, you know, my team and I, of course, we, we, we do this all the time. We, we've taken a number of different assessments. And so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tease each other like, oh, there's, a, there's her one coming out again. Enneagram, it's a score, you get a, you get a number. And so it's so fun to, to be able to get to know your team more. When you get to know your team, you can interact differently. You, you understand why people, why some people really love communicating via email and other people love coming into your office and talking face-to-face. -face. But you only do that when you really start to get to know your people and have these conversations. And as a leader, ask your team, do you know, ask your team, what do you need to be successful. After, after I have a one-on-one -on -one with my team member, I, one of my team members, I always ask, do you have what you need to be successful? Do you have everything you need? I always make sure I ask them that question because I don't want them leaving wondering what that next step is or wondering what they need to do. And by doing that, it allows me to be a better coach. Number seven of the seven ways to increase employee engagement, empower your team empower your team never give your team more responsibility than authority make sure that if your person if your team member is in a specific role they have to be able to execute in the way that you expect them to they have to have as much responsibility as they do that authority when your team feels empowered they'll show up they absolutely will show up. One of my, again, I am so blessed because I've worked for and with some incredible leaders. And uh, one of my old bosses, he, he really empowered me to make decisions. And it helped me become an entrepreneur. It helped me become an entrepreneur, which I'm a very passionate about entrepreneurs because my team is full of entrepreneurs. And, and because my team is very attached to their role. They, they each individually look at their role as their baby, as their business. And these are the kinds of people that are, are, that are engaged. And these are the kind of people that we want on our team. And so by empowering me, I became a, a, an entrepreneur, which, which helped me tr tremendously throughout my career because then I became an entrepreneur. And did I make mistakes when I was, when I was working for him years ago? Of course I did many but he also let me figure out what i was going to do to make it right to make it better to grow from it to learn from it i learned and that's what we all need to do for our team and that's one of the ways that we get to empower our team show them that the that you believe in them when we in when we increase employee engagement in our organization the culture completely shifts the culture completely improves, which of course increases revenue. And what it also does, it helps us attract top talent, which right now, if, if lots of people are hiring, we're trying to find great people. 
when you have a great culture, you attract top talent, people want to work for your organization. According to Gallup, by cultivating a culture that attracts top talent, you could see a 33% increase in revenue. Great cultures have truly engaged people. They want to come to work. They want to accomplish great things together. And so these were just seven strategies to increase employee engagement. And I hope that you've received some value out of these tips and you'll use at least one of them today to help your team become more engaged. And if you're interested in learning right now today what is what the what your culture environment looks like, we actually created a free assessment so you can actually get a culture score. Like, where are you on a scale of like one to 100? Like, what percentage? Where, where, where do you fall as far as a, a great culture? And you can go to floydconsulting.com slash culture to take our free assessment. And um, I'm just so grateful to be here. As you can hear, I'm super passionate about this. I just... I truly do believe that people can work for really incredible leaders, feel empowered, feel engaged, feel inspired and excited about the work that they do because they're part of an incredible team and an incredible culture making incredible things happen. And so I hope you, you took something away. I would love. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.